The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson, which would be me. So today I want to talk about authenticity. Now, authenticity is probably one of the key ingredients to speaking with and acting with confidence. And I find that oftentimes our authenticity gets lost because we feel we need to, I don't know, fit to some kind of mold or shape or script of how we think society wants us to be. And I had a recent experience which really reminded me of this, in particular, what I'm calling the verbal dress code of what we think a speaker should look like and sound like. So what do I mean by a verbal dress code? Well, we all know what a dress code is, right? We've received invitations to events and to functions where there is a dress code stated. Now, recently I had the um, opportunity, as I often do, to attend an awards night and the dress code was black tie. I'd actually forgotten about both the event as well as the dress code. And so a couple of days out from the event, I realized that I needed to find a black tie outfit. And whilst I've got a couple because I've had many of these kind of functions in my career and in uh, my social life, you know, when I sat on the board of Queensland Symphony Orchestra, not to mention when I was working with Brisbane Marketing, I was attending a lot of awards events. And so I have a couple of black tie dresses in my wardrobe. None of them felt right for this event and I just didn't feel good wearing them. They just, I don't know, I felt like I was putting on some costume that wasn't really me. So instead of subscribing to my rules of what black tie looked like, I thought about what else I had in my wardrobe and what else I could wear. And my mind landed on a gorgeous outfit that I've had in my wardrobe for years, years and years and years. Um, And I feel fantastic in it. And I hadn't worn it for years, so I tried it on and sure enough, it still fit. So, you know, that was a bit of a bonus. But I was really cognizant that the organizers had requested black tie and this outfit wasn't black tie. So I put the shout out on my local Facebook community group and asked for some providers of bling. And sure enough, I found a local jewelry maker who made something up for me on the spot, really low cost. And it was just beautiful. Anyway, I digress. By the end of that afternoon, where I was last minute pulling together what I was going to call a black tie outfit, I had something that I felt amazing in. 
And because I wanted to promote the local jeweler who'd made me the bling, I did an Instagram selfie. The comments came in on my Insta post for the next 48 hours. Oh my goodness, Kat, you look gorgeous. Oh my goodness, Kat, you look amazing. Oh my goodness, you know, all that lovely validation and all that lovely commentary that you receive when you do look fantastic. Now, here's the thing. I felt fantastic, not just looked it. I felt it. And that's what was contributing to the comments. People could see the sparkle in my eye and the genuine smile. Now, why am I boring you with this apparently self-indulgent story of dressing up for a night out? Well, because this notion of a dress code also applies to the verbal dress codes that we step into when we walk into a meeting, when we take a stage, when we introduce ourselves at a BNI or a networking event, or even just when we rock up to a meeting with our manager or with our colleagues, we pull on these verbal dress codes of how we're meant to behave. Now, it's not to say that those verbal dress codes, just like the dress code of the awards night is wrong, but the trick is how do we craft an approach? How do we craft an expression of ourselves within that verbal dress code that is still authentic? See, when it came to that black tie event, my take on dressing up for the black tie event wasn't about putting on a ball gown that didn't feel like me. It was about putting on a funky little outfit that did all the right things to make me feel fantastic with the right amount of bling. It let me be in a vibration that was congruent, that was aligned with how I occur to myself. In fact, I remember a time many, many, many years ago, many years ago, where the hairdresser, my hairdresser at the time convinced me to go really, really, really blonde and really, really short in my, with my hair, like, you know, um, number one, uh, number two on the razor buzz cut. And for the entire six months that I had that haircut, every time I caught my reflection in the mirror, I did, I got a shock because it never, never vibrated, never resonated with who I felt I was. And so it's the same with these verbal dress codes. When we try to pull on a different verbal dress code, a different way of being, because we've been told that's how we are supposed to show up, then we can't express our authenticity. Now, the other thing I want to say here on verbal dress codes or dress codes for that matter, is that the antithesis or how you be authentic is not about rebelling against the dress code either. In a speaking scenario, you can't rock up to a meeting and completely um, bomb all of the rules and all of the etiquette of how to conduct yourself in a meeting. When it comes to speaking on a stage, you can't do something totally different that's so far outside of the realm of what's expected because that will jar your audience that will create a mismatch and that will have you be just as ineffective in delivering your message as being inauthentic is so just like finding my expression of a black tie outfit when i'm talking to speakers when i'm talking to aspiring speakers in the impactful presenters program 
we're working on authenticity within the guidelines. That's why, for example, in the Impactful Presenters program, we spend a lot of time talking about structures for impact because the structure of a beginning, a middle and an end and all of the key things that go into those pieces, they're the kind of the dress code, but within that you can bring your own authenticity. It's also why in the program we talk a lot about key messages. Now, the analogy in the stress code story is that I really like funky outfits. I like being a little bit different from the norm. So my key message when it comes to dressing myself is dangly jewelry, funky outfit, something a little bit different and something with the right kind of heel because I don't do stilettos anymore. But when I convert that into a audio presentation or into a speaking presentation, what are those same key messages? What are those key messages that I want to bring across and express in an authentic way? And then finally, this piece about authenticity in itself, understanding, believing, and knowing that it is perfectly okay. In fact, people want to connect with you, the authentic you, the real you, the person who has a particular idea or opinion or take or perspective on the topic of which you are an expert. So next time you're preparing for a meeting, a conversation, a speech or a presentation, ask yourself, are you bringing your authentic verbal outfit to the conversation or have you just pulled on the expected or the prescribed dress code. And if you're not bringing that authentic outfit in, what can you tweak? What can you tweak to make your verbal presentation, your verbal expression, more of who you are rather than what you think has been prescribed for you? And in case the analogy hasn't been clear, I'm not talking here about your physical outfit, like whether you're wearing a shirt and tie or whether you're wearing a dress and heels. I'm talking about the verbal outfit, the verbal piece that you put on, that you wear when you're about to address a room or an audience. For those who don't know, these conversations that I start in these podcasts continue over in my Facebook group. If you go to Facebook and search for Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson in the group's search function, you will find the group. Answer a couple of questions in there so you get automatic entry. And from there, you can find the podcast episodes under the guides section. And then you can ask more questions. You can talk about it. You can share your experience of perhaps when you rocked up to an event and um, didn't find your authentic expression as distinct to when perhaps you did. You can also ask questions about anything to do with an upcoming presentation, speech, meeting, or just how to speak with more authenticity and confidence. So head over to Facebook and search for Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson and join the group. Also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would love for you to leave a review on your favorite review platform, Apple Podcast does seem to be the best place, but honestly, leave a review wherever you care to. Why? Because speaking with confidence for me is about empowering more people to bring more more voices to more conversations. 
so that more diverse voices and more diverse paradigms can be heard. Ultimately, so more people can make their dent in the universe. So if you're also keen to have more people's voices be heard, then please leave a review so more people can hear this podcast and join the conversation. Thank you for listening to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with me. I look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group and to continuing the conversation. I'll see you next time.